even beyond what you need. God's love can be our source of spiritual strength. I want to pray for you real quick. God, I just ask that you would help every one of my friends, my spiritual family today, to be able to set aside the thoughts of the week, the cares of life, to be more focused on you in these moments than anything else. Help us to understand what we are hearing from you today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for uh, being with me. I'm out on uh, Lock Raven Reservoir right now uh, in this uh, beautiful uh, part of the world. And I hope that you're able to enjoy uh, maybe the sound of the wind, the sound of the water on the rocks that I'm standing on. Uh, you probably can hear the geese, other birds, and insects around me. Being outdoors definitely helps me focus on God, think about God. I have now a few stories living, uh, spending time out on this water. Uh, one time I took my son out here to fish and we rented one of those small boats out over this way, uh, for fishing with this, uh, electric battery. And, um, it was a very windy day and I didn't, um, I don't know a whole lot about the conditions out here, the water out here, the, these boats, um, plenty of other situations that I have a lot more knowledge about, but this is one where I didn't really have a whole lot of knowledge about. And the wind was crazy, but it, hey, it was a day off uh, for both of us. It was an opportunity to, to get outside. And so it was like the one opportunity really for that whole month. And um, we tried some fishing. We, we rode around to a couple of spots people had told us about. We tried some fishing there. The wind was blowing hard. And so we started to actually cross this area that you see um, off in the distance that goes quite a ways back to come out this way. And the wind just became too much for us, too much for the boat. And in fact, what started to happen uh, that I didn't realize is that the, the boat's engine was starting to lose power. And they only allow electric uh, battery uh, motors out here um, on this uh, body of water. And the boat was slowly, slowly, slowly losing power. And I didn't know that that was happening. And so we were fighting the wind and fighting the wind. And I was just thinking, this is crazy. Um, this windstorm's coming up, but it's got to die down. It's, it's going to calm down. You know, we're going to be all right. And so we're fighting it. And we ended up way over here off where you can't see right now. And 45 minutes of fighting the wind. And I realized that we were not going to be able to make it in our own and the power that we had in this uh, battery in the boat. And so I finally, you know, we dropped off the little anchor and I pulled out my phone and I called the, the rental guys um, at the fishing center and I had them come and get us. And we hopped in his boat and he pulled the boat all the way back. And I was thankful that we were rescued. And I was thankful that amazingly my son kept a good attitude through the whole time, maybe a better bad attitude than I had. But I tell you, I don't know if 2020 has been challenging for you in a way where you feel like you don't have enough. You don't have enough energy in the motor to cross the water, to go where you need to go. And 
each of us have had different kinds of challenges. But what we're seeing here is the truth in Ephesians 3, that God's love brings spiritual strength that is more than enough. It's more than enough. We're in part three of this, and the last two have been very important. Last week was just absolutely pivotal, so please make sure you don't miss any of those. They're all available on YouTube, on Facebook, on cityharborchurch.com, through podcasts in different ways. Uh, please make sure that you're, you're getting a hold of those. But this is not just something that's a part of a spiritual conversation that's here today and gone tomorrow, but this is a powerful truth that can change your life and that we can grow stronger in together. So I want us to uh, just go back and, and look at the context of the verses, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 21. Uh, let's read them. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now, just coming back to the verses that we're focused on today. May you have the power to understand as all God's people should how wide, how long, how high and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Wow, this is powerful. This is helpful. This is important. In fact, these are important words. When Paul writes this to the believers around Ephesus, he's imprisoned in Rome. He doesn't know how long he has to live. He sees purpose in what he's suffering, but he wants to send comfort to the Ephesians. And he writes about how we can be aware of the presence of God even in the midst of these challenges. And the people that lived in Ephesus, they had hard times, earthquake, racial violence, upheaval. They had to rebuild at times. They went through difficulties. They had some years that were more, were more difficult than others. And we know this from scripture, but also from secular history. And so just like you, most of the people who read this in Ephesus they had not seen Jesus with their own eyes, heard him with their own ears. They did have a chance to meet some of the people who saw Jesus themselves. But just like you and I, this journey of faith was simple, powerful, and not easy. And so I think that this is relevant for us today. I hope that you are getting a sense of it. So let's just take a look 
at these verses and uh, some of what's being said. Now, right at the beginning of verse 18, he says, I'm praying that God will give you the power, meaning the ability, an ability beyond what you have in and of yourself, a greater ability to be able to understand. Now, just before this, when he mentions heart, that is his word there that what we know from reading the other places where he uses it means all of his personality, all, all I mean, all of your personality, all of your focus, all of your thoughts, all of your decision making, all of your emotions. So I'm praying that God will give you, all of you, your focus, the full force of your personality in that way, an ability to understand, to understand, to grasp, to perceive, to comprehend. I'm praying that for you. And listen. These are people that were Christ followers. So this message is for all of us. The invitation is for all of us that God would give us, that we got expand, increase our ability to understand this truth. You might say, uh, Pastor Ben, why so intense about this? Um, I, I'm tired. I don't feel like more learning. I don't, I don't feel like digging into this. I, I, I'm tired. Listen, what we're talking about is that God can give you the spiritual strength that comes from his love. God can give you that ability. We, we need to receive it. We be, need to be open to receive it. And what I'm praying for you is that you would receive the help from God so that you can understand, that you can believe, that you can receive this limitless love of God, this spiritual strength from God. It's for you. It, it's more than enough for you in any area of your life where you don't feel like you have the love, where you don't feel like you have the strength. It's for any area of your life where you are tired, where you are weak, where you are exhausted. Maybe you're trapped or in pain. God's love and spiritual strength are more than enough. Just like when I was out here with my son on this body of water with a, a, a boat, with an engine that was running out of power, I didn't have the ability. I didn't have the ability to get back across. God can bring you that ability. What is the area of your life? What is it? You probably know right now, the Holy Spirit's probably talking to you. You, you have a sense already what the area of life is. Maybe it's, I feel like I don't have the ability to forgive a person who hurt me. Maybe it's, I feel inadequate for this new job or this new challenge in life or trying to do life and maybe work from home and help the kids with online school is exhausting. It's taking everything out of me. I don't have the strength to continue in this way. You know, and maybe God does want us to adapt and come up with creativity and different ways of doing things. But what I believe is first and foremost and most important for us today is that we are actively receiving God's love for us. That we are actively drawing from, like we talked about last week, rooted in the love of God, drawing strength from. It's a foundation for me. I'm building my life on it. 
if we will make the decision to be more focused on God than anything else, we have a chance to draw strength from a limitless power of God and have an ability that we didn't have before. It's interesting to me that you see here in these verses, just like you see in other places in the New Testament, this um, Greek word know and understanding, which includes both a learning of the mind and an experience. So it is uh, it is reading and it is experiencing. It is learning. It is thinking. It is considering. It is taking stock in what have I learned about God to be true? What have I learned about life to be true? And it is also experiencing it. That, that's what it, it says straight in the scripture, what God is talking about. And I think that the theme of verse 18 is that the love of God is limitless. It's, it cannot be measured. How wide, how long it goes farther then your energy will ever go here on earth. It covers more than your energy ever will on this earth. God's love brings you a spiritual strength that is limitless. It goes deeper. Jesus allowed himself to be crucified on the cross so that we could have forgiveness of sins. He died. He went down. There is nothing too deep, too dark, too difficult, too scary, too dangerous. There is nothing too deep in a challenge of your life that God's love isn't sufficient for. God raised Christ from the dead. Certainly that is deeper and darker than anything you could be going through right now. And the love of God is higher than anything else that we can know. It's higher than the sky. Think about the fact I don't have the ability here now just with what I've got with me to even cross this water, let alone get up in the sky out of the earth's atmosphere. So if I think about the challenges of life that I'm I'm facing today, it can be much the same way. So when I think about these things, I want you to be able to understand how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. God loves you today. God loves you. He cares about you. And as we grow In our understanding and our experiencing of God's limitless love, our faith is expanded and our expectations are expanded. People who study the the universe believe that it it is expanding. Listen, God's love is expanding beyond what we are able to perceive with science and the expansion of the galaxy. God's love is ever expanding. There is nothing that you're experiencing, that you're challenging, that you're challenged by, that you're going through, that God's love is insufficient for. God's love is more than enough. I'm going to talk about a reason for that in just a moment. I do think it's important for us to bear in mind that it's beyond our comprehension, but 
What he's not saying is that you're never going to understand it and you shouldn't even try. No, he's saying, I want you to grow in your understanding. Listen, a relationship with God is a living thing. It is something that we should be active learners in. What is it that I've experienced about the love of God to be true? Let me learn about that and grow in my understanding of it. Like the like wind in our sails, the love of Jesus can fill our souls and pull us in the direction of God's will. There's always something new to explore in it. Let me go back to the verse again. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. You know, uh, Jesus' followers have been thinking about these things, reading about these things, experiencing these things for centuries. And I don't know if you are aware, but that includes the continent of Africa. Africa has had an early church. We see Ethiopians and, and other Africans in, in the New Testament and their account and their belief in Jesus. Uh, Marius Victorinus, an, an African early church father, he wrote against uh, the Arians and he wrote commentaries on the New Testament, uh, Paul's letters in particular. He wrote about this passage, and I was reading the things that this um, father of the early African church wrote, and I found them to be really interesting. He pointed to the fact that what you see here, like in other passages, are three things, faith, understanding, and love in that order. As these next steps that we're taking in following Jesus Christ, faith, love, and understanding. And that he, he points out that Pastor Paul is praying that the Ephesians would grow in each of those things, their faith, their understanding, and their love. And he's saying, listen, uh, Marius wrote, you know, these are spiritual. Um, and, and it is important for us to grow in our understanding in a spiritual way about the spiritual truth. And even though God is in all things and is all things, the source of all, through whom all things come and are and over all, in this aspect of understanding is to know and know the breadth, length, height, and depth of divine grace. How all these things, how all these exist together or may be understood to exist in God, and according to these aspects, requires another higher comprehension. Hence, he prays finally that the Ephesians may understand them all together. And so they will not dis despair through their inability to comprehend them together. He adds, so that you may be able to comprehend them with all the saints. Therefore, the saints comprehend these things together and can comprehend them. Listen, here's what, here's what Marius is saying. Marius is saying, this is between you and God and between you, God, and the other believers. And that, and, and let me, let me just explain that a little bit. Okay. So there are things that I have experienced and learned about the love of God to be true. And there are things that you have experienced and learned about the love of God to be true. They might be similar. They might be unique. The love of God, if it's ever expanding, if it's beyond our complete comprehension, if it is as infinite and limitless as we're reading about here, what that means is that the different ones of us are going to be learning about different aspects of it. And 
we should be communicating what we're learning with each other because then we have a greater chance to learn something that we might not otherwise learn. This is a part of the strategic connectedness of a local church, of a group of believers that are sharing life together, walking through the faith journey together. A part of that purpose is for us to share the truth in love. God's limitless love, God's spiritual strength. What is it you're learning about it? What, how, how are you applying it? How is it real in your life? How is it actually working? Sharing that with someone else, it benefits everybody. You enjoy talking about it just as much as I enjoy talking about bacon wrapped shrimp or catching fish or an everything bagel. There's stuff that you enjoy in life, and when you talk about it with someone else, that enjoyment is really fulfilled in a whole new way. But when it comes to talking about the love of Jesus, we benefit each other. We benefit each other when we're willing to talk about what it is that we're learning. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? Now, at the beginning of verse 19, here's what Marius writes. Paul prays first that they uh, may first know the love of Christ rather than do something. Doing something comes from this knowledge. Let me read the verse again. May you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. The rest of the letter to the Ephesians says exactly what Marius, a father of the early African church, is saying here. Any of our doing should come after our being a Jesus follower are receiving the love of God, are experiencing spiritual strength on a whole new level, love that is limitless from the power of God. Just like these geese, as they're, they're flying. Have you ever learned about the migration of geese? They travel thousands of miles. I, I don't think I'm capable of walking as far as they fly. It's a limitless nature of it. Listen, anywhere that I'm feeling weak, anywhere that I'm feeling tired, anywhere I'm feeling like it's not enough, the love of God can go beyond that. In any area of life where I just don't have what it takes, the love of God can be there. Will you bring the love of God to that area of your life? Will you draw the limitless spiritual strength from God and apply it to that area of life? Will you ask God what you should be doing in that area of life? So often we start with, here's what I should do about that area of life. But instead, what we should start with, instead of, we should abandon a me first lifestyle and we should have a God first lifestyle, more focused on God than anything else. Not ignorant of what we lack or what the challenges are with the things that are wrong in our world. But when I start with a focus on a realization of, hey, this is who my God is, then I can have a chance to draw that spiritual strength and that love from God and apply it to life. Okay, so that's kind of exciting. Let's just stop and ask a couple of questions. So what do we learn? What do we learn about this? Well, one, God's love is limitless. 
It's not limited. It doesn't get exhausted. It doesn't run out. He doesn't walk out of the house. He doesn't leave us. God's love is limitless. It doesn't only cover certain areas. It doesn't only cover certain things. It's not only for Sundays. It's not only God's love is limitless. Number two, God's love goes beyond our spiritual needs and imagination. So we should be really careful that we don't start to get hopeless because we don't have the love for it. We don't have the energy for it or because we are not even able to imagine that God could or would. We need to be careful about that because the truth is God's limitless love and spiritual strength, it goes beyond what we need and our imagination. Number three, God can give us the ability to grow in faith and understanding of his love. If Paul's praying that God would give them an ability beyond what they already should have, that's not to frustrate the rest of us. Each of us can ask God for that help and ask God that he would give that help for other people as well. So number four, God's love should be received before we do anything about it. What have you done this week to take the time to receive the love of God? Think about it, reflect on it, read about it, write what you've learned about it, pray and then ask God to give it to you. Receive the love of God. A lot of times I have found even in my own life that when I'm in pain or when I'm struggling with forgiveness or when I'm focused on what the problem is, it really inhibits my ability to receive love from other people, let alone God. What is it that's getting in the way of receiving the love of God? That's something that should be given some thought. Number five, we can grow in our understanding and the experience of God's love. As we learn from each other and receive from each other, we can grow. It is possible. Come on, don't get hopeless. It is possible. We can grow in our understanding. We can grow in our experience. And that should be something that we are doing together, that we're sharing together. It's something that's done in our private time, which is with us and God, but it's also something that is done together in communication with each other. Now, Pastor Ben, it's great that you're outside and that you're hearing these things and that you've had these experiences, but it all sounds a little bit too crazy. I hear what you're saying. Maybe I think we could learn something about it, but now that we've learned something about it, what do we do? What should we do about it? Well, number one, receive the love of God through Jesus Christ. After all God has done for you so that you can have a relationship with him through grace, where you can have the mistakes of your past washed away, the guilt removed, be made clean inside and out, be made clean spiritually, be given a new heart, be given the hope of heaven, be given the opportunity to be in relationship with God. After all God that is, has done to make that possible, it would be a shame to walk away and not receive the love of God through Jesus Christ. Please don't make that mistake. Receive it. Number two, Pray, read, listen, learn, reflect on the love of God. My life was changed when I was in my 20s. I spent a year and a half where the only thing I did in quiet time with God was what I just said. It was focused just on the love of God. For that year and a half, I wasn't trying to read through the Bible in a year. I wasn't trying to do somebody else's plan or somebody else's thing. I wasn't focused on quantity or actions. I was just focused on the love of God. 
I was reading about it. I was talking to God about it. I was listening to God about it. I was listening to other people about it. I was thinking about it. I was reflecting deeply on what I was learning. I carved out, I took days where I didn't work on the garage, where I didn't go somewhere else, where I didn't just get dragged along for whatever everyone else wanted to do. I spent literally hours just focused on the love of God. And I'm telling you something, it changed me. It changed me. I was, I, I was not the person I am today back then. It's amazing what it did for my insecurity. It was amazing what it did for my ability to enjoy life. It was amazing what it did for my ability to receive love from other people. It was amazing what it did for my relationship with God. Think about it. Pray, read, listen, learn, reflect on the love of God. Number three, write out what you've learned and experienced. This is really important. Even if you use an app on your phone, a journal, whatever it is, when you experience something of the love of God, when you learn something about the love of God, write it down, mark it, note it, ask questions about it. Test it, examine it, reflect on it. What was it that happened? What is it that you learned? Do you still have questions about it? But write it down, what you've learned and what you've experienced. Number four, identify what areas of your life that you need more of the love of God in. Have some quiet time and think about, is there an area of my life where God's love is not my spiritual strength? where God's love is not an active reality in that area of my life. Is there? Is there an area like that? Well, in order for there to be real change, in order for you to receive the love of God and apply it to that area of life, you need to identify that area of life. Give it some thought. God gave us a brain for a reason. Let's use it and let's use it to grow spiritually, to receive the love of God that is limitless. Number five. Share the journey with other believers. As we talked about earlier, the idea from scripture and from Marius, the African father of the early church. This is really brought to fulfillment when we share the journey. In whatever way that you're going to do it over the phone, in person, you know, obviously, you know, with safe practices, with a mask, washing your hands, of course, but, you know, text messages, um, whatever. Share the love of God with somebody else. In what way are you growing? Are you receiving? Um, are you experiencing? Share the journey with others. So that, that's what we should, that's what we should do. And I wonder if you have stopped to think, why is it that in this passage, it's described as more than enough. Because it kind of seems like Jesus is selfless. And, and it, is all of this promoting us to just be selfish? Is this just about me receiving? Is it just about me? No. I want us to be thinking about something. God gives us more than enough because he wants us to share. Right now. You may be thinking about someone in your life who doesn't have the spiritual strength that comes from the love of God. Maybe it's somebody in your home. Maybe it's somebody in your neighborhood. Maybe it's somebody at your place of work or school. God gives us more than enough because he wants us to share. 
For us, the City Harbor Church, we should be a people who live like Jesus and share his love. I think that we, I think that we are. I think we are. I think we are that kind of people. I think that you see that example in many, many different ways of many different people. I think about our, our uh, teachers that are a part of our church that are uh, working hard to bring educational equality and to serve their students well and help their students through this time of year. I think about Val and the way that she takes care of Josh. And I think about Steve and Melinda and the way that they take care of Uncle Jay. I think about um, all of us, the volunteers and donations to be giving away groceries a couple times a month for months now. I think about um, so many of you that reach out directly to other people to share the love of Jesus. Think about Leah, who's been sharing the love of Jesus with people in the neighborhood. I, I think about... Um, all of the parents that are going through this season with the uh, children with um, a distance learning and, and online school and the care for them and the care for every area of their life. I'm, I'm so glad that this subject is not one that's difficult to talk about because it's one that we're already learning. But what I, what I believe is that we can always grow in it. And you don't grow in it by just doing it out of your own strength. It doesn't work. You're going to run out. You need the love of God that is limitless. Can I pray for you? God, I just thank you for every one of my friends, my spiritual family, anyone who is watching this. Lord, we need your help. God, we need your grace. God, we run out. We are human. Uh, Lord, I thank you that you have some compassion for this, that Jesus is right now. You're having a conversation with the father, father, that you're listening to Jesus, Holy spirit, that you're, you're hearing us that through those relationships, you are understanding of what the human experience is like. So I I thank you, God, that you saved us because you love us, that you know us and that you understand us better than anyone else. But God, you know what we need. I ask you right now today, would you bring your limitless love to each person that is listening to this? Lord, help each person to set aside any obstacle, anything that would get in the way of receiving your limitless love. Help us to receive from you love that is more than enough, that brings spiritual strength so that we can share it. Thank you, God, for who you are and for all that you've done in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, I want us to have also just kind of another uh, prayer here. Maybe you're listening to all of this and it seems foreign to you. Maybe you don't have an active relationship with God. Uh, Maybe you have never known Jesus as uh, your Lord and Savior. Listen, we're available to you. We want to help you. We're happy to to get to you a, a Bible And uh, we use something called a purple book that's got some questions and answers that is really helpful for learning and uh, understanding what it all means. But at the at the core, what God provides through Jesus is an opportunity for you to say what's wrong, 
to confess where you've been wrong in life and where you need the help of God, to believe that Jesus is the Son of God and a path to salvation, to receive Jesus as Lord in your life. And from that comes a new heart, a a spiritual new birth, and the opportunity to have heaven um, as your home in the future. It is an amazing new spiritual birth. And we want to help you be able to understand that. We want to help you to be able to experience it. Maybe you already have enough understanding and you are ready to make a commitment to God. Um, And so I want to just lead us in a prayer. And I want everyone who is watching, if you're already a believer, to just agree with me in prayer for anyone who might be watching this who needs to know Jesus as their Savior. So if you want to make a a rededication of your life to the Lord, or you want to receive Jesus as your Savior for the first time, will you just agree with me by repeating after me this prayer? Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I confess my sins. Jesus, forgive me. Come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I turn away from the past and I turn to you. Thank you. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer today, please reach out to us, uh, phone call, email in some way, shape or form. We want to do everything that we can to help you out and to support you. Thank you so much.